Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Quest for Pixels Conversations, the gaming podcast that brings you thrilling news and gaming discussions each and every week. Today is Saturday, February 2nd, 2019 and this is Season 2, Episode 15. I'm Tony Baker and joining me this evening is my friend and yours, the Falcon. Or as I like to call him, Joel Brooks. What's up, Joel? What's up? How's it going tonight? Oh man, it is good. It is cold as balls outside today so i'm excited to be in the basement the warmest place of the house talking to you warming up on saturday doing what we do best discussing nintendo stuff and gaming news Ooh. what have you been playing well you know what i've been playing something that uh, is dead that people say is dead and long gone i've been playing my 3ds i've been playing my 3ds a lot more than i've been playing my switch in the last two weeks which is kind of shocking you know that's funny because i have also been doing the same and i've not touched my switch because i've been busy playing my 2ds nice i've been playing on their animal crossing and i've actually just been helping my daughter play some games she's been playing uh, uh kirby planet robobot pilot wings and animal crossing happy home designer which is crazy because that game I never thought about it twice like I'm just like yeah it's a throwaway game but watching her play it it's completely different it's like it is like a dollhouse it's interesting it's like a, it's a digital dollhouse that you could play in and um, after you set up everything or whatever then you can press a button and it says you're done and then it gives you like a little video clip of like the animals inside the place that you've designed and she just like had the biggest smile on her face and I was like, Oh my god, this is this is like the audience for this game. I didn't like it's not for me. It's it's for someone like her. It's for a child, it's for a you know, a little girl, right? Like that's the perfect person to play that game. Yeah, I've been playing Super Mario World because I've never beat that before and it's my one of my gaming goals this year in twenty nineteen to actually beat Super Mario World. You've never beat Super Mario World? No. <gasps> what? Yeah, never. <clears throat> I'm making all the way up until level 8. I just give up because they're too hard. Oh, do you mean Super Mario Bros? No, like Super Mario World. Like Worlds for Super Nintendo? Yeah. You never beat that? No. I always got up to level 8 and then I couldn't do it. What's level so 8? Just, like World 8. Like where? Like, the ba- like Bowser's, Bowser's Castle? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's too hard for Little Falcon, so I just kind of went on to other games. Oh, man. And uh, in the midst of playing that, I downloaded uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove because nice. I bought it when it came out. on the. You got the copy on the 3DS and on the Wii U. Yeah. So And I, I get all the updates to it for free because I already bought it. Mm-hmm. So I was playing some Shovel Knight on there, and oh, my word. That game belongs on the like on the 2DS slash 3DS because it feels so good on there. It's so good portable. Like I tried getting into it on my Switch, I just couldn't. I I can't get into it as much as I can on my 2DS. And then uh, the sweet D-pad you have on your 3DS. I would say because yeah, guaranteed. <clears throat> and uh, I've also been watching my son play through his first actual mainline Pokemon game on the uh, 2ds there so i've been uh watching him play that he's having a good time he's actually like instead of bugging me for the answers to where to go and what to do he's actually uh looking 
on uh, tutorials online and figuring his own way out. So I'm happy with that to see him kind of get uh, get into video games for for once. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. There was um, yeah, because you you started him on Pokemon Go, right? Like he he started playing uh, Let's Go on the Switch, right? Yeah. So first he started playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else on, in the world. Like everybody else. And then that got him into Pokemon Let's Go. So then he's actually gone through and he's beaten the whole main story of Pokemon Let's Go now. So he's beat the Elite Four, became champion. Now he's working on after after game stuff. But he did that all by himself. Like I didn't help him one, like figure out how to get to any place, anything. I just kind of helped him. If he was like saying he was stuck on a gym, I'd say, okay, well, try and catch these type of Pokemon to help you. Yeah. Do this gym. Look at that parenting right there. Guiding, not not giving him the answer, just guiding him in the right direction. Yeah. So Move over he, to uh, dads. Yeah. So he, uh, so he figured all that out by himself. And then he was like, hey, can I get Pokemon Omega Ruby? And then I ended up finding it for super cheap on Kijiji. And I went and picked it up for him, and he's been playing it ever since. Yeah, he hasn't put sense. it down yet. So I would say Pokemon Let's Go did its job, and when it catered to the right audience, it led them into more Nintendo instead of pushing them away from it. Exactly, and that's exactly what you know Nintendo planned, right? Is they want to kind of, you know, grow gamers, I guess, in a, in a, in a weird way. That sounds weird. I don't like that. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> but for my Switch, I have, uh, like I said, I haven't been playing it, but I did download a couple games today, actually, when I came to set up everything for the podcast. I downloaded uh, Save Me, Mr. Takosan, and that's that. it looks like a Game Boy game, and it has a little octopus, and it's like oh, a okay. Game Boy platformer, and it's on sale 66% off right now, so it's like six or seven bucks. So I picked that up because I wanted to pick it up for a long time. I've been I've been following it for quite some time, but it felt a bit overpriced without something kind of not knowing what it was, you know. Yeah. So it went on sale uh, about a week and a half ago, and I was like, I'm gonna pick it up now. So I got that. I also downloaded uh, Downwell. I don't know if you heard about that game at all, have you? No. So it's like it's kind of like black and white, and it's very vertical. There's some okay. colors in there too. And basically, you're going down a well, and your shoes have guns that kind of slow you from <laughs> falling down. Oh, okay. this hole. Yeah, makes and sense. It's, and it's like an 8-bit kind of looking thing. Um, and it's kind of got a Metroidvania-ish vibe to it. Apparently, it was made by only okay. like one dude. And this guy oh, actually really? went to work for Nintendo after he made this. Uh, I, oh. I don't know why everyone... like I haven't heard anybody really talk about that when they're talking about this game, which is weird. Um, because this game is it was on mobile first, and um, it makes sense on mobile. Yep. Because it's you know vertical, and then it went to Steam, and now it's on the Switch, and it's like three dollars. So this guy ended oh, nice. up working for Nintendo for a few months, and just recently, actually, I saw on Twitter that he's like, I'm leaving Nintendo. You know, it was good, but he just likes to have the freedom to create whatever he wants. It's basically kind oh, of. Oh, that's said. right. I seen you share that tweet. Yeah. So that okay. was that guy who uh, who made down well and he was just like a one guy one one man dev team i guess yep. that made it and yeah it was interesting because um before this was even announced for the switch they hired him and i was like thinking to myself i'm like I wonder if his game is gonna come and yeah it did huh 
so yeah i got that and it's, it's super cheap like you can buy it on mobile for like 2.99 and i think it's like 3.99 on the switch damn switch tax uh, well yeah <laughs> but yeah so i'm excited to play those games maybe i'll play uh have some free time tomorrow so maybe i'll maybe i'll stream a little bit of it oh there you go oh hello look out here comes content all right but yeah let's talk about a busy week that we've had uh, nintendo's had nintendo had their earnings and their investors meeting okay and there's some highlights from that that i kind of wanted to touch on oh before i go ahead i gotta say did you hear that there's a rumored release date for animal crossing switch i've seen something about it but i'm not really putting too much into it me neither but it's exciting hopefully it's true they're saying april 29th that's like the uh the date it wouldn't make sense because the 29th is like a monday and they don't release their games on monday yeah but uh it was a gaming store that said that so they said that um that could just be like a, a placeholder but they think it might be around that date so here's the thing for as long as you've been doing this we know what days nintendo releases their games yeah right Surprise. if you're gonna be making up rumors and stuff could we please just little effort open the calendar and at least give us a Thursday. <laughs> no, but this is what it said in their computers, Joel. And computers I use loosely. <laughs> I got it from my PC. Files it's are in the PC. I downloaded it from the internet. Yeah. All right, so from the investors meeting, Nintendo uh, revised its um, sales of the Switch from $20 million down to seventeen. Uh, that's still really, 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 really amazing that they got uh, that close. That was a very ambitious target. And they sold about, I think their grand total is like 32 million uh, Switch consoles right now. Which there you is, go. Which is fantastic because the last time that, uh, Xbox reported their numbers, they were at like 41. <laughs> so they're, they're going <laughs> to overcome Xbox One in a very short time if they continue yeah. to grow this way at least by year three exactly um they said that north america and europe software sales in q3 were beyond their expectations which is sweet super mario party designed for families but also appealing to those in their 20s i know that's a weird thing to say but yeah i don't know people like getting drunk and playing mario party i guess and they've had um they're really focusing on these areas. They're saying that uh, they need new unique products and services. They want to leverage Nintendo's IP on a, an aggressive manner and expand and leverage the Nintendo account. So that's interesting. They're focusing on three core pillars, which we're going to dive into that a little bit lo uh, after. So dedicated devices, mobile and IP business. They want they want to be aggressive with their IP which they've been talking about for a couple years now. Yeah, um, it's about time. Yeah. Nintendo World in Japan, in Universal Studios Japan, will be ready for 2020, they said. That's the Olympic, the year the Olympics will be in Japan as well. Yep. Illumination will have the Super Mario movie. They're aiming for 2022. Really? Yeah. I thought it'd be a bit earlier than that. They must have been like in really beginning stages when they started talking about it. They must have just finished the contract. Yeah. I get, well, I guess it takes long to make these movies, you know, like, what is that? Is that like five years? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Five years to make a movie, an animated movie. These, these things take time, especially if they want to do it right. Yeah, I guess so. 
Uh, Nintendo is opening another Nintendo World store. It is in Tokyo, which surprisingly they don't really have any of those. Yeah, I don't in... know how they wouldn't have one in Tokyo. I don't know. But it's going to be opening in the uh, Shibuya area in a brand new uh, shopping building, it looks like. Mm -hmm. And that should be in fall. So next time I go to Japan, I'm definitely going there. Uh, then they talked about uh, their Q&A. Oh, they said that they revised numbers for the 3DS because it is the market is shrinking faster than they have expected. And that's probably because the uptake with the Switch was quicker than yeah. they thought. Uh, Switch, initially they aimed to have one per household. That was their goal. Uh, now they've changed that in the last investors meeting. I think they talked about it as well, that they want uh, kind of one per person in the house, right? Yeah. So, you know, you want mom, dad, kids, everybody wants a Switch. Uh, Nintendo Online, they said retention is critical. Contents will be enhanced throughout the year. So that's exciting. I like some enhancements. Uh, then in the question and answer portion, somebody asked, why won't the Switch be boom and bust like the Wii? Wii was for everyone to play, to try once, and hence why it grew explosively. Switch has several titles to drive. Switch is different from the Wii. And we think we can capture the same kind of growth. Game lineups, they're saying that integrated teams uh, are helping uh, keep schedules for a lot of games. They don't think they're going to miss a lot of schedules, is what they're saying. There is some titles that we don't know about that one will surprise and delight consumers. The other one said that we'll take, um, take advantage of the uh, online. So it's going to really push the online. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. You sound like you got something I, to say. I hope, I hope that if it's a game based strictly on that, that they put a lot more effort into their online for that game. Maybe it's the Pokemon MMO. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine that? That, that would be, be amazing. That'd be so good. Uh, they have eight million units or eight million accounts uh, for the Switch Online. And I've seen Eight some, million, eh? yeah, I've seen some banter back and forth. Like people are like, "That's not the subscription number," and then some people say, "Yeah, it is the subscription number." So if it is the subscription number, that's good. Uh, if not, I don't know what that. But is. only eight million for th was it thirty-seven? Yeah, million unit. That doesn't that doesn't sound right. I know, right? I don't. I don't. Well, they're saying that, that includes family accounts too. So maybe there's one family account with however many users underneath. Right. Now, are they only counting like how many cards they sold, or are they counting how many was actually bought offline? Because I know they like to mm, yeah, could not put those like two that. together. I don't know. Could be something like that. But that's what they had there. Uh, what else? So they were talking about. So after this, after all these things happened, uh, after all the um, announcements for the investors meeting, a Nintendo or a Japanese newspaper came out and said. Hey, guess what? Nintendo is definitely doing a smaller, more portable, cheaper version of the Switch. And it should be released in 2019 between like um, April 2019 and, and March 2020. So like their fiscal year. Yep. Which is amazing that they said that today because my good man Joel here had an idea for the podcast and he was saying... How should we make a cheaper, more portable Switch? It's like you were... The Falcon can read the future. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that when I seen that at the 
opening week, I was like, I was just kind of thinking of it because I was enjoying your 3DS so much or your 2DS. Yeah, and I, I was. I was like, oh man, like I wish I could have like this D-pad on my Switch. Mm-hmm. How could they do that? And then I thought of um, I forget which company made it, but they made like that batteryless Switch where it just it runs off the Switch itself. And had the D-pad in it. It was yeah. like Nyko or whatever. Uh, yeah, and Hori made one, I think, too. Yeah, Hori. Yeah. So they had the blue one. But I was like, well, why couldn't they just do that with the right Joy-Con, too? Mm-hmm. Right? Make the Joy-Cons cheaper instead of, you know, the same price as a Pro Controller for us. Yeah. Right? So I got to... And then once Nintendo announced that, I was like, how perfect is this? Like, I've seen a lot of people posting pictures of, like, looking exactly like the Switch, except it's just, like, the Joy-Cons aren't detachable, right? Which I feel like Nintendo could do better than that for a handheld. Like, I'm thinking maybe to make the price cheaper, they could get rid of some of the features that aren't really used very often on the Joy-Cons, right? Like, you could get rid of, like, the NFC reader on it. You could get rid of the the camera on the bottom of it. And even... Uh, for for you could probably even get rid of like the gyro, like the motion control in it, because if you if you want a cheaper version, you could use that. But if you want the gyro, you can just go buy a new, yeah, you know, like a, a regular set of Joy Cons, right? And then the other thing I was thinking was, I guess to like make it more portable, like from traveling with my 2DS this week. Like it's just so much more easier to like take with you and just pick up and play instead of your switch where you have to like have it in the case, you know, bring it out if you don't, you just have it in your pocket, like those joy con like the thumbsticks that just get stuck in your pockets, like when you either try to take it out or put it in. So my favorite uh portable joystick is the PS Vita. Like I really, really like the like for as long as I had the Vita 4, like, I really enjoyed thumbsticks on it, right? Because they were kind of, like, a mix between the slider that we have on the 2DS and, like, an actual, like, uh, thumbstick. So I feel like I would like to see something like that on the, like, the rev- like the revision to the Switch. So, and then I was thinking of, like, what, what kind of size of screen would you think would be like too small for that right like how small do you like one how small do they want to go with the new you know more i believe they said it was easier to travel with yeah they, they said uh more portable right yeah so it was like well like what size do you think because right now what's the switch at like a six i think six it's eight? is it seven i don't know we should know that i think it's seven but it's it's thick too, right? Like it's not the switch is kind of thick, like as as opposed to phones. Like this is at like six point four. Yeah. And I think it kind of lines up pretty good with the like the the width of the switch. Yeah, like but if they gave me something, obviously. Yeah, like if they gave me something like this size mm-hmm. for a screen. I'd be okay with that. Like my, it's the plus version of the iPhone, right? Yeah. If they gave me like the whole thing screen, I think I could work with that. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because what I thought about for a cheaper, more portable switch kind of mimics exactly what you said. Uh, I thought about it 
and a lot of people like you said they have you know those mock-ups of just it just melded into one piece i think they yeah. can do better than that and again from playing my 3ds a lot lately like when i go to japanese school like i used to bring the switch uh, when i wait for my daughter but i've been bringing the 3ds now because i just clap it closed and put it in the car door and i don't care because i know it's not going to get damaged on the yeah. inside right so yeah it should be it should definitely be uh redesigned i think and i agree with you completely they should take out i think they should take out everything out of the joy cons to be honest i don't even think it should be really even like a joy con they just re redesign the controls make it maybe more like a 3ds <laughs> give your the better thumbstick give you the best d-pad available right um i think like what about something that when you're done with it like you can like a little like uh you know the 3ds has like the clamshell cover to it right like the the top screen that folds down it's all you can't hit any buttons or nothing like that be nice if they had something like that that came with it that you could like either click on to it or whatever that just kind of like covers everything right or, so it just like slides easier to your pocket or they just put the they redesign the whole bottom piece make it like a 3ds but the whole bottom piece is just controller make it okay. whatever you need to be the controller and then the top part is the screen and then the screen just folds onto the controller so like it would be like this controller yeah so here, like and then just and then even too like in the middle of it right like you could, it could like you press you press something or whatever, and that's where you stick. That's where you stick your micro SD card. Yeah. That's where you stick the cartridge. Yep, they could have it all right in the middle there. That'd be a good yeah. idea. Or even until you put it in the top, and like literally, you just leave the plastic. Yeah. Like you see those knockoff handhelds online, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. For, exactly. Like, they look just like yeah. that. But I think that like, I'd be something down for like that, that would for really sure. would really um, benefit having that second or third switch and you know it, it builds into what they're saying they want they want to switch uh one for every person in the house yeah so then it wouldn't matter like a lot of people are like well it wouldn't be the switch it's the essence of the switch you're taking it away well no you're not because mom and dad mom and or dad already have a switch they yep. have their unit that they don't they don't want like i don't okay so my daughter's been playing a lot of 3ds because i don't want her to touch the switch all the time <laughs> i don't yeah. trust her with the switch I feel like it if it if it falls more than once or the wrong way it's gonna it's gonna break and yeah. uh so like we play the switch together or we play the switch when it's docked or whatever but in this scenario you know mom and dad have the switch they get um uh the kids they get their own you know mini switch or whatever you're, we're gonna call it yep and when you want to play with the joy cons it detects the joy cons you can it has a bluetooth in there whatever so if you want to do something motion you can have the unit sitting wherever and you can still do it like tabletop right because if, if it did do that clamshell thing we could we could prop it up like that right? still do tabletop for sure yeah well here's the other thing too is that if you buy that version of the switch are you really wanting to do a lot of like the no, you know probably two, not right like the two-player stuff no but it's and even too i'd like to see it where they have it where you could still put it to the TV. I think so. I think you would need to still be able to either dock it or maybe there's there's a cord you plug in from the unit into the dock, right? It's yeah. not the cleanest solution. Or, or they have a new or dock. Or really, you wouldn't even really have to put, like, if that was your only system, I'd say, yeah, I'd like to put it to TV too as well. Mm -hmm. But really, 
yeah you could still play wirelessly online with right every because then really you would only need one screen because everybody else would who's playing with you could just be on there yeah yeah it makes a lot of sense to me like yeah if it all i'm excited you got me all excited with the (laughs) making the thing like completely redesigning it from what it is and making it look like like the ds style yeah and it just a lot of things are making sense like they want one per person instead of household they were surprised how fast that the 3ds has been declining so they're going to want something to to fill that space uh and i it you just make it you make a switch but you make it different and it yeah. just runs the same software it runs it's well, like it's like and it doesn't have your even iPhone have your ipad right they they work on the same software essentially yep they play the same games essentially and yeah i don't even know like i just think even taking away you taking away the dock yep. you're taking and away the joy cons you could leave probably leave everything else the same and it probably would be much cheaper and then you make the they build could, quality a little bit like I don't want to say kitty or plasticky, but but yeah. No, if they make know? it this like so, like for me, I have the new style, yeah, uh, 2ds XL, yeah. Like that thing looks, oh, it man. looks pretty, it looks pretty sweet. When they first like brought my, those out, I was tempted to yeah. just buy a new one because I like the look of it. It's very sleek. Yeah, like so, I always comment on this one guy I work with. He has the uh, Animal Crossing, three like new 3ds. Yeah. And that thing is beautiful. Like every time I see him open it, I'm like, I love that thing, man. He's like, I know. And then I pulled out my 2DS uh, the other day at work, and he's like, Oh, I really like that. I'm like, You want to trade? <laughs> I'll trade you right now. Yeah. He wouldn't go for it. But I'm telling you, yeah, if they make it like, make it that quality, right? Make it that quality. You can charge me 250 for it, mm-hmm. right? And I, like even too, right? With all that like space in the middle, like we were talking about, you could easily fit your stuff in there. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Like, like maybe you don't have as big of a like an internal memory for it, right? Yeah. So say you have, you know, I don't know if they really get the thirty-two in there or not, but I feel like they'd be able to pack the switch into, um, like into the. 2ds xl style mm-hmm. even if it has to be a little bit bigger it's still portable like football oh my gosh yeah that sounds really good eh? like and yeah i like the idea of, of of doing it as a clamshell like the clamshell is a great design it keeps everything safe and if and and it, with all that extra real estate for nintendo instead of that second screen all that real yep. estate to build a really nice controller in there i think yep. they could do it i think they could do it and i think it would be amazing like how do we take how do we take something like this and just like put it right in there like like look at look if you just cut these off it's almost a square already yeah man oh man i'm getting excited i got Actually, i got no. like chills right now like like it would, you know come on look at it oh jeez wouldn't that be great i would love it that's a really good i, would love it. I really like that's, that conversation yeah. we've been brainstorming pretty good there i think we should go back to this and um when it comes out, and we'll check and see how, how correct we were. You'll have to see how correct we are, okay. The next thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, Nintendo's mobile strategy. So they're really focusing on those three pillars, um, and mobiles, and their mobile stuff is one of them. So I mm-hmm. want to know how Nintendo can elevate its mobile strategy so it can truly become a third pillar for their business. So I have two ideas. Okay. I'll uh, run down one first. Okay. They kind of, they're kind of, 
the base. I'll just get into it. Okay, so Nintendo offers something for their mobile, and it's well, it's very similar to what we were talking about with the uh, the mini or whatever. Yep. So they take they take a 3ds bottom, and yep. they do the same thing, but they let you put your phone in there. Then they offer oh. you um, switch online, but mm-hmm. it's a different tier. Maybe it's five dollars. Or um, like fifteen bucks a year instead of twenty. Okay, and it's three DS games. And it's it's a lot of the games that they want to port over, which now they can because now you have controls the, and not just touch, touch screen. screen. And you do have the touch screen as well, and uh, they put Virtual Console on that, and they say, "Here's all your Virtual Console games. You want to play Virtual Console on the go? You can do it on your phone." Now, if you have the Switch membership already the online it's already included you get the mobile stuff included you can get it on your switch you can get it on your phone maybe it comes okay. out on the phone first and then comes out on the switch i know that makes people pissed off but yeah everybody's got a phone yeah. right yeah and then you you buy this 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 um dock this this cradle with the controller and you just prop yep. your phone in there or you or it has like a like a, you know when you're clipping your phone into your yep. car or whatever it just has something like that to clip onto it. Hmm. And then, yeah, then you are doing two things. You're allowing Nintendo to um, sell you the games or give you the games again that you want to play, mm-hmm. that they want you to play. And they can take their uh, handheld games and port them over really nicely and sell them to you on the App Store that way too. Yep. Or... And it allows them to... Oh, I lost my train of thought. What else is it? allows you to do two things. Oh, and then it sells more units of the Switch Online. And it makes online make it look even more appealing. Because we, okay. we don't know if Virtual Console is coming to the Switch the way that it was before. So if they build up that library, that Netflix, and it becomes yep. Super Nintendo games, maybe Game Boy games, and then you get all that on your phone as well. I think that would be a very strong way to uh, elevate uh, Nintendo's mobile strategy. So that's one well, idea. And, and it like, integrates everything together too, right? Yeah, that's the important thing. I think everything <coughs> needs to integrate uh, very nicely. And then you would, you would have your phone. Maybe you have your... And maybe it, maybe it, it ups that Nintendo online app, right? It, it's all built into there. Yep. And then you go to Universal Studios Japan. You scan your phone because you have your app on there, and you get a little something extra. Maybe you get, you know, some credits for a different yeah. game or something. So that's one idea. The other idea is um, they take what they're doing already, and okay. so they've delayed Super Mario Tour until summer. That was yeah, announced. the Mario Kart game, right? Yep. Yep. And they are now doing Doctor Mario, which is also coming out in summer. So we're going to get two two mobile games at the same time for Nintendo. Uh, they seem to be partnering with Line, that messaging app for Dr. Mario, which is interesting. Really? Why, why, why would they use DNA? Well, they've they've used DNA for that. They used, yep. um, I think, Fire Emblem. No, not Fire Emblem. The other one. Dragon, whatever. Dragon's Lost or whatever it's called. Oh, I haven't played that game. That, I don't even think it was. it came out in Canada. I think it was out in the United States and Japan only, but it's making them ten, tons of money. It's like that RPG. It's yeah, like I've original. Seen it. I just, I've been looking for it. I haven't been able to find it. Yeah, it's an original game. I don't think it's out here yet. Like, I downloaded it 
um, on the Android in, in sneaky means, <laughs> but okay, I haven't tried it yet. Um, yeah, so they have a different company who's doing that. DNA is doing their other stuff and now Line. So they're trying to partner with other other people just to broaden their strategy, right? Because they, they, they still don't know which, which model works best yet. Uh, so they could take what they're doing now with that and introduce like a season's pass or piecemeal so you 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 boot up mario kart and you have a set amount of maps characters um carts and if you want to get more you want to get those updates every time they update it you get your seasons pass like a seasons pass for mobile do they even have something like that like does that yeah, exist they had it in that one mobile game i was playing for like a little bit there moba kind of style games yep They're, yeah okay. yep they got the seasons pass Oh yeah, and I guess like games like Brawlhalla and stuff like that, and Fortnite as well. Yeah, so yeah, I think something like that would just be really good to do. So then you got your seasons pass, but you can also buy stuff piecemeal. You want to buy like you know like I don't care about the characters. If I have Luigi already, I'll probably just play with him. But maybe I want uh, Link's like you um, Master Cycle, right? Yeah. So then you can pay separately to get that. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Like just just really doubling down on smart. DLC for their yep. mobile stuff would make could make them a lot of money. Like for me, uh, what when I think of mobile games, I think of like the games that I spend money on. And one of the games that I spend a lot of money on, or that I did all at once, was uh, how we call it, like uh, Toon Blast. I don't know what that is. It it's kind of like uh, like a match. It's like a match four, match five. Kind of like yeah. Bejeweled sort of style game. Like, I know those games, people are so addicted to, like, when you have, like, you have five turns, and then you need to get more lives, you know, like, get certain lives by, like, charging up time. I kind of hope that that's kind of what, like, a doc this Dr. Mario is, because I feel like that would make them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, but what I would say is one thing that they could do to generate a lot of money based on something sort of like that uh, frame that proves to like it were it must work right look how much money candy crush makes and look how much money that like toon blast makes look how much money that like farmville made for all these like mobile companies so it is a style that works i'd like to see them do like uh release classic like nes or super nes games on there like a mario right and you can, i know touch controls aren't very you know, ideal for these Mario games, or I'm sure they could figure a way how to make it work. But then you have it where you only have so many lives, right? Yeah. And then you have people play, they get addicted to it, then they make, you know, you go pay more money for it, right? So I feel like that would be a very smart way to use a, a like to use a framework that already works and generates a lot of money. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's, I think that's a great idea. And, uh, like you said, Dr. Mario would be perfect for that that, that style. Yep. Uh, because it already has, it's already proven, right? It's already something that's proven to work. Dr. Mario is the perfect game for that kind of thing. I think Dr. Mario is a great pick also for them to use for mobile because it's kind of a game where everyone knows it, everyone enjoys it, but you're not really excited like if it came out on a console you wouldn't be like oh my god dr mario like you might be but it's probably pretty rare that you are yeah so but on on mobile sure 
that's a great little distraction. And if yet yeah, it times you and you already get so many moves or so many lives, and yep. then you either got to fork up the money or wait. <laughs> I tell you, if I was playing it, I'd be paying the money. I'd be like, I'm not waiting. <laughs> I get, I give a few bucks. I know that. Oh man, it's gonna be great to hear that on a mobile phone, right? I've been playing that on my 3DS as well. Yeah. Oh man, the 3DS. It's it's, it's sad that it's going away. Maybe it's not. Who knows? <laughs> I hope it is, so we can get our Switch. What is it? What are we calling our Switch? I don't know, man. Is it still called the Switch? I, it's not doing much switching. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just the name brand, right? Like. I don't know what you're gonna call it, especially if you're using the same games. Right? Should they oh, should they bring back the Game Boy name? The Switch Boy. Switch Boy. Hey Switch Boy. Hey Switch Boy. Hey, get Switch a room. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking of? <laughs> okay. I was thinking about something else completely different that okay, I don't want good. to talk about right now. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, with that, um, I think we had two really great conversations here. Um, Unfortunately, Sheldon couldn't join us today. He was working, working hard in the field. He will be uh, joining us hopefully next week. If you want to see more of Sheldon, which everybody always does, just go to uh, YouTube slash Quest for Pixels, and you can see that guy putting up some pretty sweet videos weekly. I think it's every Thursday a new one drops. And he's been doing, uh, he's been really consistent with that, so that's awesome. And uh, Joel and I are going to actually break up these conversations and put them in as uh, YouTube videos. So if you didn't catch the podcast, you wouldn't be hearing this and you wouldn't know that anyway. But you might be able to see it on YouTube. And if you are listening to the podcast, then please send people to our YouTube to check out these topics, especially the Switch one. I really like that one, the the portable, the, the Switch Mini, the Super Switch Boy or whatever they want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where can they find you? Joel. They can find me on Twitter at Joel AK the Falcon, and you can also find me on Instagram at that same handle as well. How about you, Tony? You can find me at Tony Baker87 on Twitter mostly, and you can go to questforpixels.com to check out some great content that we don't have because we haven't worked on the website in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go over there and uh, you want to see more content, you can yell at us on Twitter and tell ask why we're not doing it. <laughs> and hopefully we're going to be doing some more streaming so look for that as well thank you everybody for joining in it's been a great show as always thank you joel we'll see everybody else next